This has been Recover Ed, hosted by Diana Miller and brought to you by the Magdalene House. I am Laurie Evans, host of our Hope for the Family podcast series. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Please tune in every Wednesday for a new release from one of our four series. To learn more about the Magdalene House and the services that we offer, visit MagdalenHouse.org or follow us on any of your favorite social media channels. Guest today is Alejandra Saldana, Health and Wellness Manager at Jubilee Park and Community Center. Welcome, Alejandra. So good to have you. Hi, thank you for having me. Of course, we're so excited uh, to highlight our partnership with Jubilee Park and hear about all the great things you're doing with your mental health initiative. So Alejandra, can you tell us about Jubilee Park and Community Center's mission and its new mental health initiative? Yeah, so Jubilee, we are a place-based organization, and really we're focused on being a catalyst for change in our 62-block neighborhood. So uh, we offer programs to essentially hit every generation of life through partnerships. We offer um, Head Start programming on our campus, after school, adult education, so ESL, computer literacy, things like that, and then of course our senior citizen program. So that's pretty vibrant. We have a lot of seniors in our neighborhood. And then just different one-off um, programs uh, there too, so like home repair stuff. Um, and my my baby, which is health and wellness, um, and our venture into the, the community clinic on our campus. That is so uh, wonderful. I love Jubilee Park. It offers something for everybody. Uh, so when did the clinic offer and what services um, specifically are you offering at the clinic? Yeah, so the clinic, we've been open and running for a few months now. We opened in August, so it's very, very new. Um, we are partnering with Parkland and Jewish Family Services, and the idea is to bring holistic care in one location in our neighborhood. So through Parkland Primary Care and Dentistry, Jubilee, and of course what I do is disease management and um, disease prevention. So programs like cooking classes, blood pressure check, monitoring, things like that. And with Jewish Family Service, our mental health component. So understanding that there is a mental health component to being healthy as a whole person. Um, so that's through Jewish Family Service. We've actually been partnering with them for about five years now. Um, and it's been an amazing partnership. It started a little bit with a struggle because we, we primarily serve Hispanic and African-American community members. Uh, so there is stigma around mental health, right? Mm -hmm. So it did start a little bit with a struggle, um, but we have since then grown so much. We have a space for them now. We fortunately and unfortunately have a wait list now for folks. So it's great that people are using the services, but you know, it's just the capacity of being able to serve everyone. I am so glad that you mentioned that there is such a stigma around getting uh, help asking for help when it comes to our mental health um, and specifically in the communities that you mentioned. Uh, you know, we see the same when it comes to um, alcoholism, identifying as an alcoholic, getting help for one's alcoholism. So the more commonly used medical term for alcoholism is alcohol use disorder, which is actually defined in the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders as a chronic relapsing brain disease characterized by compulsive alcohol use, loss of control over alcohol intake, and a negative emotional state when not using. So as such, alcoholism should definitely be discussed when we're talking about mental health. 
So how does your initiative address alcoholism and how do you see the partnership with the Magdalene House as helping your community members overall? Yeah, so I think really the first step is promoting mental health as really its own component of health. Um, unfortunately, in our community and a lot of communities like Jubilee, it's always like, well, just go to church or you mm-hmm. can pray things away or even the thought of alcoholism being a disorder a mental health disorder that perception needs to change mm-hmm. because a lot of people think it's like well if you really wanted to stop you can stop or like in my case where i have a father that struggles with alcoholism is no i'm i'm a man i can just pull up my pants and i'll be fine like i can i can get not this this habit is what they call it but it's understanding that no this is really hard and regardless of the substance in this case we're talking about alcoholism it is really a mental health disorder and understanding that when you have community members or people in your neighborhood and your family that struggle with this it's like hey this is really hard to break and we shouldn't judge people that are struggling with it um but i think that's the biggest piece and then in terms of partnership i mean megan the house y'all do amazing stuff thank you um and so i i'm very much a fan um <laughs> and and really just relying on experts in the field so jubilee we don't have to be the experts and do all be all i don't think that's ever going to work anywhere um so bringing in partners and and realizing that we can do more change and more effective change when we all move together as a unit um i think that's the biggest piece so partnering with folks like you guys that are the experts in this stuff bringing them into our community or having like a soft handoff so we're almost to where we're bringing folks to your door. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, we vetted this organization. They're trusted. They will take care of you. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know sometimes it's really hard to take that first step when you're still a little worried, like, oh, well, do they really have my best interest in mind? So really just being that gatekeeper for our neighborhood mm-hmm. and telling people like, hey, this is a safe space. This is an effective program and bringing in those trusted partners. Absolutely. You are completely speaking my language. Uh, So like you said, it starts uh, with education, first and foremost, education around mental health, um, all of the components, and um, letting people know that there is help, Mm -hmm. and most importantly, that it is okay to ask for help, and you just put that beautifully. And secondly, like you said, we each have our own mission, um, and relying on our partners to complement the services that we already offer. And Jubilee Park is one of my favorite partners, disclaimer. And uh, we have you listed on our resource directory and our clients know that you know, you offer a wealth of services. And like we said in the beginning, there is something for everybody. Yeah. Well, thank you. So Alejandra, what has been um, the community's response to the mental health initiative. What are you finding? I know you talked about some of the challenges. What have been some of the successes? Yeah, so I will say just the openness of being really accepting services. So a lot of um, families now not only looking for the services for their kids because that that kind of has been our way in almost. It's like everybody wants the best for their kids, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so working through the kids to expand to the family like okay my child might be having some issues here and there and so they bring their their child to 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 receive mental health services and then our our folks our partners being smart enough to essentially probe 
Mm. So what's going on? It's like, okay, well, how are you dealing with this mom or dad or grandma? Because we have a lot of grandparents raising their grandchildren and really navigating that. So and the, so having people feel feeling comfortable with that has been so amazing to see to the point where now we can bring in and have like group therapy sessions um, with our after school kids or during our summer camp and having parents feeling very, very comfortable of like, oh, I know, I know uh, Dr. Gustavo, like he can definitely talk to my child, like this is great. And as opposed to the beginning, like there was some hesitancy, uh, but now it's like all the parents feel very comfortable signing off on like, yeah, my child can participate with in this in their class. And I think that's such a huge success um, that unfortunately, with the parents sometimes we have to work retrospectively right and trying to heal some of those traumas but with the kiddos we're we're teaching them the tools to use when things happen or really working those things so that essentially they're growing up healthy healthier adults um in the mental health sense and do people need to pay for these services is there a cost associated yeah so through through the group um programs with the after-school kids, definitely not. Um, JFS or Jewish Family Service has uh, things in place to where they can cover co-pays or work with families that do not have insurance, but they are still a, a have a for-profit component. So they'll, they'll try to bill insurance when they can. Um, but obviously we try to find ways to help our families. So we do have a financial assistance program uh, that folks can tap into. Uh, so we don't want money to be a factor. Mm -hmm. uh, so we try to work with families as much as we can in that sense. What additional services are you planning on offering as part of the mental health initiative? What are some projects that you are working on? Yeah, so obviously we want to bring in Magdalene House as much as we can um, and really expose our neighbors to the services that you have. And it might not be today or tomorrow in terms of breaking that, that stigma around it because a lot of folks have perceptions about women and alcoholism. Mm -hmm. um, but opening that door and getting people to know, I mean, it, it's a slow change for our community, but that's a big one. Um, and we have had a lot of community members ask about grief support. Mm. So we are in search of a partner that is an expert in grief support. Um, so come find us if you have anyone. Um, but that is that is one that we're looking for. It's been an ask, uh, especially around the holidays is when, when it, it, the ask was increased. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, group support is something we're looking at, uh, embedding some partners in, in those resources as well. And again, that's why we're here, is looking for those partners that can complement our programming and our services and just um, working together as opposed to being in competition because we all provide something different. We're the experts mm -hmm. in our field. And I do want to go back uh, to something that you said uh, that is a challenge for us as well, is getting more Spanish-speaking women um, to seek help for their alcoholism or even just learn more about mm -hmm. alcoholism. Uh, I feel like there is, you know, this understanding that if you're a male in the Hispanic community, it's okay to be an alcoholic. Uh, but if you are a woman, it's very much frowned upon. Again, the word stigma uh, comes to mind. I would be remiss if I didn't mention and promote our recovery meeting that we offer in Spanish 
every Thursday at 1.15, and uh, that is being offered virtually, and any woman in the community can attend. I believe that you had said that the demographics of Jubilee Park, you have about 80% of the community members are Spanish speaking. Yes, roughly, that's a rough number, but yes, it's majority Hispanic. It's majority Hispanic. Uh, So that's why it's so important um, for us to make sure that we are being inclusive and that we are offering this meeting to any of um, the women in your community that uh, may need it. Like I said, it's in Spanish, uh, it's virtual, so they can log in from anywhere. And um, do you think that this is something that women would be interested in attending? Yeah, for sure. I think something that's so kind of almost open door policy Mm -hmm. type of thing is is important, Um, at least for folks that may start feeling like maybe this is not a healthy level of drinkable. No drinking is healthy for everybody, (laughs) technically, but maybe something that they've noticed that they're not happy with doing. Um, I think that's an amazing thing that y'all are doing and definitely something that people can benefit from. Great. Uh, I also wanted to congratulate you on your master's in public health. So that's such a perfect fit for your position. Yeah, thank you so much. I mean, I am blessed enough to have found my purpose, I'll say, um, in terms of helping my community live longer. I think that's, that's why I'm here. And you grew up in the Jubilee Park neighborhood, is that correct? I did. So when people ask me, how long have you been in Jubilee? I'm always like, well, (laughs) as an adult, I've been there a few years now, but I'm from the neighborhood. And I think it it just means so much to be able to serve my neighbors, people that I grew up with, um, people I've known my whole life. That's how me grew up. Um, I think it's it's such a blessing. And every day I'm humbled by the position I'm in in order to help. Oh, congratulations again. And so that is something that we are working on as well. And again, we couldn't do that without our partners and having more education presentations to the community, offering that in English and Spanish and having recovered alcoholic women who can speak Spanish and say, hey, this is a disease. It's not like you said earlier, it's not about willpower. This is a disease of the body and a disease of the mind. And guess what? I'm an alcoholic too. And there is a solution and you can recover. Yeah. Yeah. And even accepting the fact that maybe you have a a problem with alcohol. I don't like to use the word problem. Maybe um, a difficulty with a substance. Mm -hmm. Um, But even accepting that. And and honestly, I, I think it's interesting because I feel like as generations start changing, um, it's interesting to see how it's more accepted for women to drink socially mm-hmm. um, as opposed to when, you know, my mom's generation where it's like, no, that's not ladylike or whatever the case may be, right? So it, it's almost interesting, and, and I'm thinking about my peers, and, and, you know, I think the only thing in Dallas to do is to go out and drink right. for folks my age, right? So it, it's interesting to see how that will change a little bit, and it's like, hey, it's not just, oh, this is something I do socially, but is there more there, mm-hmm. and are you willing to visit that maybe there's something that you're not as content with or using this to to supplement something else that you're feeling and really just that I'm just 
speaking out loud because I'm interested to see how that will change in the in the years to come in terms of women drinking and having um, difficulties with the substance. Absolutely. Yeah. And we are seeing that the statistics show that there are more and more mm-hmm. uh, women struggling with yeah. alcoholism, especially during and after COVID. Wow. Yeah. That, I mean, that, that'll make sense. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I want to go back to what Jubilee does in terms of being holistic and serving the whole family. Mm-hmm. Uh, while our primary focus is recovery for the alcoholic women, uh, we are very proud to offer a family support group uh, for both uh, men and women. Uh, Do you see this as uh, being something that your community members could take advantage of? Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm thinking almost some of our teens, you mm. know, a lot of our teens. I mentioned grandparents raising grandchildren. There's there's reason to that. Um, and unfortunately, some of our kiddos are facing really difficult situations where, you know, parents are not as involved or mom is not as involved for X reason. Um, so even for our, our teens and, and some of those grandparents raising those kiddos, I, I think that would be a big deal. Um, because, you know, we do have a community where folks are just absent and are struggling with this mental health disease. Um, so, yeah, for sure. And we do have grandparents in yeah. our group. We have people of all ages. Yes. Uh, and so exactly. And, and that's why I love what you all do, because y'all are thinking of everything that needs to be tapped into within a family to help somebody be their best self. Thank you. And we're very close to each other. Yeah, (laughs) we're physically close to each other. Yes, it took me like three minutes. Yes, maybe to come over here. Yes, Uh, is there anything else that you would like to uh, share about um, not just the mental health initiative, uh, but Jubilee Park in general? And for somebody who is listening that would like to get involved, either accessing services or as a volunteer, perhaps, how, how can they get involved? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we have stuff going on pretty much all day. I've been running around all day. <laughs> um, but we have monthly calendars, calendars that go out uh, every third Thursday of the month before. So today we're releasing March. Um, and obviously anyone can call us at any time. Our number is 214-887-1364. I've said it a billion times, so I remember. Um, or our website, jubileecenter.org. Uh, really, if you wanted to stop by, we're down the street. Uh, we're, our doors are always open. My office door is always open. I'm happy to guide anyone into whatever that interests them in terms of Jubilee and obviously being a resource for Magnetland House as well. So again, Alejandra, thank you so much for joining me and for taking the time to talk about Jubilee Park, um, your congratulations on your new mental health initiative. And thank you so much for partnering with us in ensuring that we can serve as many community members, whether they're struggling with mental health, alcoholism or have a family member that is struggling with alcoholism yes for sure i mean the honor is mine thank you so much for having me thank you hi and welcome to recover ed a podcast from the magdalene house a recovery community for alcoholic women we are a 501c3 nonprofit organization based in dallas texas and known affectionately by many as maggie's 
The Recover Ed podcast is made to educate the community on alcoholism, the Magdalene House, our programs, and resources for the community. In each episode, you will get to know the disease of alcoholism a little better, and soon you'll know how you can shatter the stigma around alcoholism in your community. With me, your host, Diana Miller, a recovered alcoholic and outreach manager here at the Magdalene House. We are so glad you're here. Thanks for listening.